Good morning, Derby City Church. I hope you guys are well and it's a great privilege for me to spend the next few moments encouraging you from the Word. I'm a pastor with my wife together in Cologne, Germany and we've been with you in from 2011 to 2015 and we had the best time in our lives in your church and we loved living and working in Derby. And it was our first church after we finished Bible college. And those years were so formative for me and my wife and my family um, to prepare us and to help us enter into full-time ministry. Uh, it is with great sadness that we received the news of Pastor Dave's passing. And I have to say, um, it really hit us because Dave was not just a friend and my boss, he was my or our spiritual father and he released stuff in us he encouraged us to become better versions of, of ourselves he took on a german and and uh, allowed him to work alongside him and we really miss him um, i miss calling him he was still part of our church plant up to the moment where he went and and joined Jesus in heaven, and I can't wait to see him, but I really miss calling him, I miss catching up with him, I miss um, his, his, his wisdom into our lives. He really helped us plant this church in Cologne, in Germany. We started five years ago in our living room, and, um, and Dave was part of that journey from day one, even before he kind of released us to go from Derby back to our home country and start this church and we are so blessed and thankful for what God has done over the past years here in Cologne and you all uh, play a very special part in this. I want to encourage you this morning because I believe no matter what the circumstances are, God is good. We live in a crisis at the moment, a, a pandemic, Corona is hitting every city, every country in this in this world and, and we've been in a lockdown as well we had to do homeschooling and we had to um, try to figure out how to do church online and adapt quickly but we also see that God is working in this season and more than ever people are receiving Christ because they have a chance to hear the gospel in their living room maybe for the first time in their lives so I love the fact that we serve a God that can turn crises into opportunities and, and difficult times into times of, of great blessing and favor. And, and I want to encourage you this morning. I've entitled this message, Hope in the Dark. And I want to speak this morning from the Old Testament. I want to pick a character with the name Habakkuk. He wrote three chapters. He lived 600 BC. And he was a fascinating guy. Three chapters, that's about enough for me to read in one go. And um, he was a guy that spoke to God on behalf of the people. Normally, it was the other way around. Normally, prophets would receive a word from God and then pass it on to the people. With Habakkuk, it was different. He spoke to God on behalf of the people. And he didn't like what he was experiencing and what he was seeing. The enemies were coming towards him and his and his people and God didn't seem to intervene and he was upset he was confused he was 
wondering what in the world is going on. This is not fair. What is God doing? And we can read in chapter one, almost like a crisis of belief. He's like, I, 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 just, I just see something totally different to what I feel and believe in my heart. Why is that, God? Why are you not intervening? In, in chapter two, we can see that it's a time of, of waiting where God is saying, well, I am going to do something. I'm actually going to raise up your enemy and they will destroy you. And he was like, whoa, this was not the answer that I expected. So in chapter two, he was waiting on this promise of God to, to come to pass. But, but then we have chapter three. And in chapter three, there's a change in tone. Something is happening to him. And I would love to explore this morning with you together how you can find God's goodness in times of darkness and frustration and pain and, 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 and sadness. And we're going to read together from Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 1. It says this, A prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigionoth. Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. And I would love to pray before we start. Jesus, I thank you for this time that we have together. I pray that you would speak to us. I pray that you would reveal to us. I pray that you would help us understand you more. And I thank you that your word is alive and active. And I pray that it encourages us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know about you, but have you ever had plans that turned into total disaster? Like you've planned something in a lot of detail and it just didn't go that way at all. Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. We started our church in our living room with dinner parties. And we invited people into our space, into our flat, and started talking about church and the idea of building a new church in the city of Cologne, right here in Germany. And on one evening, we had planned a great night in, and it all turned into a great disaster. It was summer and the idea was to barbecue on our, on our um, balcony. And it's not really allowed to do that, but my friend said he had a smoke-free barbecue, a new thing, and we can do it and nobody will notice it. And we thought, great, let's barbecue. We love meat. By the way, in this corona time, I don't know if you've heard about that, but in Germany they've been stacking a lot of sausages and cheese to keep safe in this pandemic. We call this the worst case scenario. Just, just thought you'd you li like to know that. So we had this uh, barbecue outside of our balcony and we started barbecuing and I kid you not, there was more smoke than I've ever seen in my entire life. Everything was full of smoke and it didn't take long before our neighbor came out and said, excuse me, my bedroom is full of smoke. Can you please put this off? So clever people took this barbecue and brought it into our kitchen to continue barbecuing. Well, I don't know who, who came up with that idea, but within 30 seconds, our entire flat was filled with smoke of barbecue and the alarm went off, the smoke alarm, and people were knocking on our door, coming to visit us in our dinner party for the very first time. So we had new people turn up 
at this new church in, in the living room, exciting dinner party. So they knock on the door and we open and it was people were screaming and shouting and waving and trying to see something. And I was like, this is the worst thing, the worst evening in my entire life. I don't know what these people thought. We've never seen them again since that night. But in the end, we had a sausage to eat. So life was good. Someone said, life is 10% at what happens to you and 90% at what your response is. And in our life, we sometimes have things that get burned, that weren't planned the way that we planned it. And our reaction to those moments are so important. So even in this season that we're in right now, let me ask you the question, who are you becoming in this season? Because our reaction to situations that happen around us are so crucial. And we see in chapter 1, Habakkuk is wrestling with God. He's in a crisis of faith and he, he just can't understand why God is not intervening in this really difficult situation in his nation. And in chapter 2, he's waiting for God to fulfill the promise that actually it's going gonna, it's gonna to get a lot worse before it's going to get better. He's just not understanding it. And then in chapter 3, there's a, a, a reset. And I just want to really dive into that with you together this morning. And it says, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet on Shigionoth. I don't know if you've heard that word before, but Shigionoth is a very fascinating word. It's not a swear word. It's actually a musical term. Maybe you have a footnote. I also have a footnote in my Bible that says a melody or a musical term. And it's, it's a way of singing a song. So it's like me saying, well, the next song we're going to sing is going to be a love song or a jazz song or a hip-hop song. So the definition of Shigionoth is uh, singing a song with strong emotion. It says impassionate exuberance, wild passionate singing with rapid changes of rhythm. In other words, it's like an, an all-in singing. It's, it's a worship where you put like 10 exclamation marks at the end. Do you know people who write texts with like lots of ex exclamation marks? It's a bit like that. It's, it's praising God before you actually see the provision. And in my experience, I often seen that the most passionate worship sometimes is when people do it before they see God intervene. And Habakkuk goes all in. He, he doesn't just move his lips and sings along, but he actually worships with all of his heart. He, he really goes for it. And he says in verse 2, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. And as I was reading it, it reminded me of a song by Elevation Worship called Do It Again. And in this song it says, I've seen you move. You move the mountains and I believe I'll see you do it again. You made a way where there's no way and I believe I will see you do it again. So what do you do when you find yourself in a situation where you don't understand what's happening, you are in, in, in a dark place, you're in, in a valley, you, you just... It does just, God just doesn't make sense. The first thing I would like to encourage you to today is to remember. To remember the goodness of God. And this is exactly what Habakkuk is doing. In the next verse it says, God came from Teman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and his praise filled the earth. His splendor was like the sunrise. Rays flashed from his hand where his power was hidden. Plague went before him, pestilence followed his steps. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. 
the ancient, the ancient mountains crumbled and the age-old hills collapsed. But he marches on forever. He remembered situation in his life where he experienced God's goodness and faithfulness. He could have also talked about the manna that came from heaven. He, he could have talked about Daniel in the lion's den and water coming out of a rock. He could have talked about the three men in the fire. When I have moments in my life where I doubt God or where I don't understand what he's doing, I remember his goodness. I remember the times in my life where he came through with provision and with so much faithfulness that I just can't stop but being in awe of what he did in my life. I remember one story when I came back after my second year at Bible College, the Elam Bible College in Morven, and I started my third year and I had a conversation with a friend and he said, so Dom, after, after this time at college, what do you want to do? And um, I didn't really have a clue at that time, but I, I told him that in our first year, we visited a church in Derby with Pastor Dave and Pastor Dan, and just something about that place was so special. And it just stuck with me all those two years that I, every time I thought about a church, I thought maybe one day I could, I could become part of a church like the one I've seen in Derby. I just love the atmosphere, I love the spirit, I love the vision and the, the values and the culture. And this guy's like, well, funny that you, the, you mentioned that church. I heard that the assistant pastor is going to the south of England to plant a church. So I think there's a position uh, available to apply to maybe become another assistant pastor to Dave. And then he said, but don't worry, you don't need to apply because there's going to be a long queue of people. It's such an amazing church. People are going to be wanting to get in from all over the place. And I thought, well, there's no way they're going to take a weird German to work in, in that church. But over the next few weeks and months, I watched God open doors for me and my wife Sarah to become part of what I think was the best church, is still the best church in the whole of the country. And we had the privilege to work and serve there and had the best time in our lives. And when I have when I'm now in places where life doesn't make sense, where I think God must have, I don't know, forgotten us or overlooked us, I remember moments like this and I remind myself of God's goodness and faithfulness and I tell myself, Lord, I believe that you can do it again. And we honestly had the best time in Derby. We learned so much and, and Pastor Dave is the best pastor that you can ever imagine. He invested so much wisdom and so much love into our lives that his legacy will continue to live within us for the rest of my life. And so Habakkuk remembered the goodness of God and the stuff that he's seen God do in the past. The second thing is that he embraces the situation, that he looks the truth in its face. The Babylonians were winning and they were coming in fast and, and overtaking the country and people, people died and were, were killed and he didn't see God move, yet he decided to say, but God is still on the throne, God has always been good and God has always been faithful. I'm going to remind myself to embrace the situation right now. 
he still trusts God. And it says in verse 16, I heard and my heart pounded, my lips quivered at the sound, decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. I mean, this is not a moment where he felt butterflies when God was talking, talking to him. He was filled with fear. You know, he didn't know what was coming. He was, he was scared. You know, this was not good news for him. God was not saving him from his enemy. The opposite was happening. The enemy took over and, and they were killing a lot of people and it was not a good time. And then comes a word that I love in the Bible. It says, yet, yet, despite what is happening, yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. It was a moment when it was bad to worse and And he chooses to respond in a different way and says in verse 17, though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive tree, olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there is no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. And maybe that's your situation right now, that you're saying, I'm not seeing right now what I'm dreaming about. I haven't got the job yet that I was praying and dreaming about. I, I haven't gotten the husband or the wife that, that I was dreaming about. I haven't got the child or the blessing or the provision that I'm praying about yet. Here it is again, verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will be joyful in God my Savior. And there are many reasons, I think, that maybe you that I shouldn't rejoice, but Habakkuk is choosing here to say, despite the circumstances, I decide to worship God. And, and, and not in any kind of moving your lips way, but in a Shigianoth worship, in an all-in worship, 20 exclamation marks. He wants to rejoice in the goodness and faithfulness of God, despite the darkness that he's experiencing. experiencing. So what is he doing here? He screams out. He says, Lord, I can't see it, but I start declaring it. He embraces the situation. The funniest thing is the name Habakkuk, translated, or the, the meaning of his name is actually to embrace. That's the, that's the definition of his name. And we see it so clearly in his character that he clearly didn't understand the situation, but he embraced what was happening because he knew that God is good and that God doesn't change and that, that God's plans are for us and not against us. And I don't know about you, but I have not cried as much in my life as I have since I heard about Dave passing away. But I still know deep inside my heart that God is good and that he has a plan. And I don't have regrets or bitterness. And I take that grief and that dark place of, of just missing my spiritual father And I use it to motivate me to reach more people with the love of Christ, to spread the gospel and to say to you guys, the best days for Derby City Church are still ahead of you. The best days of people finding freedom and encountering the living Christ are still ahead of you. And we're not slowing down. We're not letting situations move the vision that God has put into this church. We love Derby City Church with all our heart. It's family to us. And I want to encourage you this morning to remember the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God and to embrace whatever situation comes into your life. So chapter one, don't walk away from God. Chapter two, don't quit on God. And chapter three, even though the situation is not changing, by faith, 
I choose to rejoice in the Lord. And this is not a kind of a sitcom story where everything happens the way Habakkuk wants it. God actually doesn't answer Habakkuk's prayer in the way that he was praying it. But it's a story where Habakkuk found hope in the dark. And I want to finish with the last verse of his book. In verse 19 he says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. I love this picture. That actually God's goodness and his faithfulness enables us to move from one valley to the next. And this is our life. Our life are a constant mountaintop valley experiences. And it changes all the time. And although we enjoy God on the mountaintops, we learn to trust him unconditionally in the valleys. Even though we might brag about God on the mountaintops, we get to know him intimately in our valleys. And I want to finish with a verse from James chapter 1 that just been really ministered to me personally over these last few weeks. And it says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. My prayer for you this morning is, that you would find time in these days to worship God with a Shigunoth worship, with a worship that wrestles, that questions, but a, a faith that doesn't give up, a, a worship that doesn't quit, that, that still focuses on God and his goodness and his faithfulness. And I'm so thankful to be part of, of your extended family, and that's going to continue for the rest of our lives, and, and me and my wife Sarah and our boys are praying for you guys. We, we love you so much and, and we're standing at your side in this season. We, we cry with you, we believe with you and we thank God for what he is doing right now in so many hearts and people through his Holy Spirit that is at work in us in these days. I would love to close in prayer with you. Lord, I ask that you would do right now what only you can do. I pray that you would help us to embrace whatever situation, whatever circumstances we are in. I pray that you would help us to remember your goodness and your faithfulness. I thank you so much for Derby City Church and all it's been producing and releasing over these last decades, over 60 years of faithful ministry, of sending people out, of equipping people, of raising up leaders and, and pastors and sending them out and making an eternal difference in so many people's lives. Lord, we thank you today for the legacy of Pastor Dave. We thank you for this man of faith, a man of, of such deep conviction to, to live for more than himself, to live for an everlasting kingdom. And I pray that his legacy would continue to live within us, God. We, we miss him. We don't understand everything that is happening. But we choose today to rejoice in your goodness and in your faithfulness in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing Sunday. And we hope to see you very, very soon. God bless you.